This is a work of fiction. Written, narrated, and produced by me, Dennis Macareg. Please subscribe to my podcast and share it with friends. The restaurant is quarter full and the patrons sitting at large tables are in a festive mood. The host greets us and leads us to a table close to the water. How did you discover this place? Olivia asked. I got my connections, pointing to my phone. We couldn't have been sitting in a more perfect place because Santa Maria de la Salute looks spectacular with its massive dome from across the canal. The waiter arrives and pours us a chilled bottle of white wine. We raise our glasses and say, Salute! Per favore, order for me. I don't want to screw it up. I can try, she says, winking at me. Without even looking at the menu, Olivia gives out an order to the waiter in rapid-fire Italian. He jots down our order, smiles, and walks away. What did you get us? It's a surprise, she says. The waiter brings us a plate of aperitivo appetizers, a variety of thinly sliced breads topped with sardines, fried green tomatoes stuffed with meat, creamed cod paste with a sprinkle of parsley, prosciutto with cheese, artichokes hearts on toothpicks, deep fried calamari, can we finish all of them? I asked jokingly. It's not a lot. Besides, we'll be eating in the typical European style. At least two hours. You'll have room. After dipping the calamari in butter with garlic, I took a bite then asked, Have you been to San Diego? Spearing a couple of stuffed olives with her fork, she replies, Never made it that far. The only two places I've been in California are San Francisco and Los Angeles. What about you? Have you been to my hometown? Funny you ask that. We drove all the way from San Diego to Canada with a couple of friends during spring break while I was in college and hung out there for a couple of days. We went all the way to the top of the Space Needle. Our food arrives. The waiter sets them next to a lamp flickering in the middle of the table. Olivia has linguine and clams and scallops in butter, garlic, olive oil, and a drizzle of wine. My meal is a bowl of pasta with seafood combination of shrimp, calamari, and mussels in a marinara sauce. It was nice to be eating Italian food beneath the tranquil Italian sun. Glimpsing at the other patron, they are clueless to the feelings that are slowly intensifying between us. If I had a perfect day, it would be just like the one today. Enjoying delicious food and in the company of this lovely woman. We eat in silence. Occasionally, we steal a glance at each other, then smile. She's enjoying her time just like me. I look into her eyes, and she looks into mine. The sun, hovering just a few inches from the rooftops and painting the entire landscape in a sheen of orange. 
motorboats pass in front of us, leaving a white froth behind. What is she thinking about our current situation? I'm 100% sure we are sharing the same thoughts. Both of us are wondering what will happen after tonight and what we'll be doing with each other after tomorrow. She could say thank you and goodbye when the evening is done. I want to tell her that I want to see her again when we get back to the States. Since the topic is too sensitive, I don't want to sour her festive mood. Our impromptu love affair is fleeting with each breath we take. Like a pleasant scent lingering in a garden, it's only a matter of time when it will dissipate. I want to stretch time, but it's an impossible act. In the coming minutes, the horizon will be claiming the sun. I wish I could stop the daylight in the sky from turning into night and ending my time with her. But just like the impending sunset, there's no way to prevent it. Pushing the thoughts away for now, I wait for a better opportunity to tell her. Then finally, the sun disappears and the sky turns into a deep blue porcelain. The buildings along the Grand Canal are lit by the amber street lights, turning the scene into a version of impressionist paintings. Saying nothing, it's as if our flights back are light years away. It's only eight, but neither one of us wants to end the evening, so we decide to take our time walking back to her hotel, not caring if we get lost. The bright lights from the shops guide our way. Fewer visitors are on the island now, and it seems as if the entire place is just for us. She curls her arm around mine. There's a sense of elation from her tenderness. Thank you for dinner. Thank you for being my date, I reply. We're about to turn the corner when I reach for her hand and pull her closer to me. She gently places her hands on my shoulders and we kiss. Both of us are hungry for our touches, wanting to stretch the moment and not wanting it to end. The longer our lips are tied together, the more wonderful our feeling gets. People walk past us but we don't pay attention, none at all. Then her phone rings, interrupting the passion flowing between us. We release each other from our tight embrace and she takes the call. After ending the conversation, she asks me, my friends want us to meet at the jazz bar. Wanna go? Sure. The lampposts shining down from the side of the buildings light our way. Couples in the bars are having evening drinks. We link our fingers. We try not to trip on the uneven stone pavement. Brightly lit hotel lobbies spill yellowish light onto the walkway in front. Front desk clerks are waiting for their guests to arrive. The path we are following leads us to a courtyard with a store and a pizzeria. We peer into a delicatessen's window with a display of wine bottles and cheeses. In another glass case, a leg of ham, salami, pepperoni, and other cured meats draw us in to savor with our eyes.
please check out my latest novel, A Whisper to the Moon, at online retailers and at bookstores where it's available. Thank you for listening to episode 9 of my podcast. One thing I noticed when I was in Venice is that everyone seems to be in a festive mood. Of course, everyone is on vacation, right? It's something that I couldn't explain. We've all been on vacation and it's pretty much the same type of feeling that I'm trying to convey as I write this um, this podcast and this story about uh, Greg and Olivia. Imagine there are people from all over the world speaking hundreds of languages and dialects. Yet everyone has a smile on his or her face. They are all doing the same thing. The same thing you're doing. The food is good. The service is great. We ate lots of pizzas, pastas, and everything imaginable. Everything that delights the eye is right there. The ambiance is something that can't be beaten. There's music. There's laughter. There's people... Uh, singing, the sound of footsteps, the busyness, and the the liveliness of the place is just something to be cherished for the rest of my life. Imagine you're eating Italian food while the gondolas and water taxis zoom past and experiencing that uh, sunset as the sun disappears between the buildings. It's just like Whoa, it's exactly the way I describe Greg and Olivia's experience in the restaurant and in the moments that when they are together. So after they had dinner, I didn't want their night to be over just yet. She just like a great night out with someone you like. You don't want it to end just yet, right? I decided with a surprise and a slight detour while they're walking alone together. Our friends will invite them for nice evening drinks and to listen to some nice music. I remember we just found a spot near the gondolas as the sun had just disappeared. In the horizon, the sky is blue and we're just reaching nighttime. The lights on the pathways are all lit, painting that... uh, that I believe that uh, yellowish halogen effect. It was so pleasant to the eyes. 